Hello, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point, the show where Wombat tries to talk over me in the intro, but I am too good at this, and he can't get through. I really I'm wanted to introduce John. the episode today. <laughs> and with me, as always, my co-host, Wombat. That's me! How's it going, Wombat? I am fantastic. I'm keeping people in suspense with what fan ah. can be followed after. No, not, I'm I'm having a great really. time. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty well as well. Um, I don't have any good news to share, sadly, but no, yeah, yeah, but whatever. Everything can't be perfect. Uh, no, it can't. Hey, uh, Wombat, do you remember what the name of this podcast is? Oh, it's a glowing weak point. Do you have one, John? I do. But I asked you first. No, you didn't. You just asked me what the name of the podcast is. <laughs> oh, you know what I was asking. Right, but I asked it first, so you got to answer the question, John. All right, sure. Uh, my glowing weak point is uh, kind of a toss-up between um, the great work I was actually just able to get done on uh, the the first DLC for my game, basically. Uh, boosters um, got got a lot of really fun things coming out of that and the second thing is I was um, it, today today is my mother's birthday and we celebrated it yesterday and uh, I was voluntold to make a cake specifically an apple cake I hate being and voluntold things <laughs> Well, everyone else is bringing things, and uh, apparently I was just not involved in any of that, so they they volunteered me to do that, which is fine. I'm I'm good with baking, and uh, you know I I like like making tasty things, and cake's pretty easy. Although I hadn't made an apple cake before, or at least not in a really long time, but I knew that apple cake is a bunt cake. Sure. It, it 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 needs to be a bunt cake. I don't none of this like don't don't make a loaf cake with it. Don't do a like a, a normal cake pancake. Nah. I mean, I mean you can do anything with it. Cake you, you is can. cake at the end of the day. Yes, you sure you could make apple cupcakes and that's that's just you just made muffins is what you made. Right. But uh <laughs> you you, I mean, you actually cannot make apple cupcakes. <laughs> That's not um, a thing. <laughs> but I I didn't have a bunt pan. Okay. Um how do you not have a bunt pan? You have all this like random shit in your house. You'll be cooking like just the weirdest shit, but you don't have a bunt pan? Come on, John. Uh-huh. Get it together. So I um I needed one and I was I just happened to be on um, on Facebook because I was trying to disable my Facebook account, and I a thing that everyone should do, a, a thing that everyone should do, um, and and so so while I was there, I noticed that my mom was actually selling a bunt pan through Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> and. My mom goes to a lot of thrift stores. Uh, that's that's one of her, her things to do. It's why uh, my parents are still uh, upper middle class. Listen, people will me. talk a lot of shit about the Southeast, but 
that's where all of the best thrift stores in the world oh, are. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, thrift stores are both, uh, like, a lifestyle as well as, like, a really good quality way to get nice things here. Like, um, Texas thrift stores are dog shit. I miss... Oh, yeah. I miss being in fucking Alabama because every thrift store just has, like, mind-blowing shit. Here, yeah, it's, like, I'm, I'm... 90% clothes. I hate the thrift stores that are 90% clothes. Yeah, they're useless. Uh, my mom got a Roomba at a thrift store. Oh, my God. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, so she had picked this one up because, you know, it's Nordic wear, which is really high quality cookware and she could tell it was you know it was something people would be interested in so she went ahead and picked it up for like 10 bucks and then was gonna was reselling it for 25 because she doesn't need it she's got bunt pants but um this this wasn't an issue of like oh i want a bunt pan and more of i want this bunt pan because uh it makes castle cakes (laughs) oh i've been sent an image (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's a sandcastle bunt pan. I mean, it doesn't have to be a sandcastle. I mean, it uh, looks exactly like the fucking like plastic shell you would use to put together a sandcastle. That is what this is. Usually, those don't have like the doorway and walls and stuff. That that usually sure, it's a fancy like, sandcastle. You have you have a you have a bucket tower design and then you build up walls between them um but yeah no i saw that she was selling this and i was like all right i i need it like the amount of things you can do with castles like you do fantasy you could do like you know hey let's go to the ren fair and we're (laughs) gonna come home and uh do do that like like have a cake or something i mean like and cake uh, castles are just fun so this is what I wanted, and so I, I, I brought twenty five dollars to her, surprised her with it because she did not expect me to be asking for it, um, and uh, then she she only charged me ten since that's what she paid for it, so that's cool. Um, She's like, I'll just yeah. make my money back. Yeah. So. That yeah yeah, and, and the cake came out perfectly. Like, I didn't even wait the full ten minutes you're supposed to wait before unseating it from the pan. I waited, like, six, and then I got impatient, and it just lifted right off, and the cake was perfect. There were no cracks. It was... It was very good. Okay. So what's your glowing weak point? Uh, you know, I said I'm doing fantastic, but that's just kind of, like, my mood. I haven't really had anything happen recently. I haven't done anything in particular, like, special... I've been having fun on RuneScape. I've been doing lots of, like, quests that I honestly didn't know existed. Going down little I, little lines about fucking, like, goblin villages that have lived underground for centuries without anybody knowing about it. Huh. And, and like, their, their main antagonist in that quest line is this group called Humans Against Monsters. They, they acronym it to HAM. <laughs> they all they they all live in like a fucking basement outside of town, just milling around in their ugly fucking pink robes, talking about how they're going to destroy all of the monsters 
Meanwhile, they're like their guards are level thirteen. <laughs> yeah, y'all are really about to fucking exterminate monsters from the face of the earth. Sure are. Yeah. It's a little interesting, though, because anywhere else in the game, they'd probably just be, like, a whatever thing, because most monsters are just, like, chaotic evil. Um, They're really only the antagonists here, because this one specific group of goblins has retained their culture from, like, thousands of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's It's fun. I'm I'm having fun discovering things because you know I haven't really jumped into the game in any details since like 2008, so. Which was uh, a while ago. It was a while ago, so it's nice to see shit that I did I don't know about. Hmm. Um. All right. So, John, we don't we don't actually have much in news today. I I will say that. There are big things in the news, but one of them I chose to reserve for our topic today, and another one I just don't want to touch. Um, okay. Yeah, there, there's there's one thing in the news right now that I just don't want to touch with like a ten foot pole. Okay. Because I don't know what that is because I don't follow the news. Well, I mean, we oh, won't no. talk about it, but I can I, I can just say what it is so you know. There's a Twitch okay. streamer called Amaranth who recently le- like told her audience that she's been married for years and he's a super fucking abuser and has control of like all of her bank accounts and has been threatening to kill her dogs and shit. Um, and people reacted in the worst way by like like obviously there are people who are like oh that's like super fucked up and i hope you get out of that situation and then there are the people who are like you had a husband the whole time how dare you lie to your fan base yeah yeah fuck off yeah so i don't want to get into that Uh, (laughs) so we're talking about the nothing shit that happened well it's not all nothing there is one thing in here that is pretty important um, which would you rather start with, John? I, I mean, okay, so I have not, I, I've, I've been very busy. I, I barely finished the, uh, uh, game facts today, um, in time for, you know, having to switch over to do other stuff. Um, but I am familiar with two of these at least. Okay. Um, Let's talk about the one you're not familiar with, then. Okay, uh, so NVIDIA has decided not to release the cheapest of their newest graphics card, uh, meaning that there are only $1,000-plus options available. Right, so in this one, let me pull it up real quick. So NVIDIA was going to release three different graphics cards. Um, No, it was two is two different ones. So, they were going to release a 16 gigabyte RTX 4080 priced at $1200 and a 12 gigabyte RTX 4080 priced at $900. And they also announced a 4090 thing priced at $1600 at the same time. But the other two are like coming uh, were supposed to come out. 
Yeah. So you'll notice that that's a $900 option, a $1,200 option, and a $1,600 option. Now, graphics cards are already not available to people who don't have disposable income. Um, yes. Like, like, that's just a thing that poor people don't get. But no, no. when you... They, they then decided to unlaunch the 12 gigabyte 4080. Yeah. And the the claim is that while the card is fantastic, it's too confusing to have two different GPUs that are both designated RTX 4080. Um, but, but like there one is 16 gigabytes and one is 12 gigabytes. Like yeah. tech tech people are are always looking at like the very fine details in the numbers and shit. They're not just grabbing whatever the fuck just because it says forty eighty. Yeah, I mean, I I'll 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 admit I don't have a problem with their reasoning. I have a problem with the actions they took for it because there is no such thing as a forty seventy. Right. There's such a thing as a forty ninety. So why don't you just make it a forty seventy, a forty eighty, and then they will later release a forty ninety. Yeah, because because they're already releasing a forty eighty and then a forty ninety, so why not just to make the simpler version of forty seventy and it'll be obvious to everyone at that point. And maybe uh, that is what they'll do down the road. Like this, this Kotaku article does speculate that it, that's possible, like what they're going to do. But as it stands now, they're just unlaunching the cheapest option of their gra- their newest graphics cards, which is yeah. kind of just like a big old middle finger to everybody who cannot afford it. Yeah, because like there's a, there's a big difference between being able to afford nine hundred dollars and twelve hundred dollars. Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem like it, but that is. That is a huge difference to some people. To most people. Yeah. So, like, they just... It, it's it's just part of, like, this trend of, like, like computer shit becoming more and more... Uh, like, if you don't want to just run the basic hardware, you, you have to be wealthy in order to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of upsetting, because yeah. th- this stuff should be available to more people. Because I mean, like, graphics cards this... do help; they they help with a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think this is indicative of a trend with Nvidia, uh, which is a downward trend because everyone is leaving them. Like all of all of their their major partners. Like, uh, it was last month or the month before that their partner who is considered the most, or the the best partner and the only one that other, uh, that, like, people who are understanding of the system would buy because they actually have customer support, whereas the others have really bad customer support. Because NVIDIA produces cards, but you don't buy from NVIDIA. You buy from the 12 companies that NVIDIA sell, sells NVIDIA. them to. Yeah. 
Um, so, and, and one of the, the companies was just like, yeah, we're, we're not going to support NVIDIA anymore. Like we'll, we will never sell NVIDIA products anymore because they're, you know, predatory to us. Like they, they are, they have a bad business relationship between this middleman. Yeah. And so, and, and NVIDIA doesn't treat any of their middlemen well. And so between the fact that NVIDIA is kind of hurting themselves by treating their suppliers poorly and i mean obviously you know their the costs are going up they're they're not willing to uh take some of the brunt of that themselves um and so they're hurting consumers as well and then um the uh the fact that just in general the AMD is better nowadays. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, so NVIDIA is also hurting by having an inferior product. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's just... It's hard for... But see, that's that yeah. makes this even more confusing, because if people view you as having an inferior product, the business turn should then be, we're the budget product. Like, yes, <laughs> but, but but they don't they don't want to be the they want to be the best and and that's why you know the forty eighty and forty ninety are going to be considered potentially the best that exists, but at the same time it's you know it might be the best that exists, but it's not uh it won't be by much and people will switch to AMD because of all of the other benefits that it has. So, right. I- including, like, more people will be selling them because they don't treat their middlemen like garbage. Yes. Right. Okay. That that puts this into a little more perspective. It still doesn't help it make sense. Like, no, this is... it, it doesn't. It's, <laughs> it's still poor business decisions. Yeah, that's, um, this is still a baffling move. But that is... Kind of what I, NVIDIA is known for nowadays is poor business decisions. <laughs> um, speaking of poor business decisions, oh. uh, Facebook. Either of the ones you went to could have been an oof. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. Um, so, as, as people are aware, uh, Facebook, or rather Meta... Which is a stupid name. I refuse to ever call them Meta. They that they stole from another business, um, and are just big enough that they don't have to worry about the fact that they stole the name from another business, and right. they can just sweep it under the rug. Um, in a in a just world, they'd have been sued into oblivion by this point. Yes, and they would have been forced to change their name. Which right, they clearly haven't. Um, so, Meta's big thing is, uh... The Metaverse. The Create the Metaverse, which, uh, nobody really understands to begin with, uh, plus the fact that, uh, they are doing it poorly and there's no engagement whatsoever. And every Um, time they show it off, it looks like the stupidest thing you've ever seen put to, to screen. (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 dumb. It looks um, worse than like a PS2 game. 
Yeah. But, uh, the, the, the worst part is that, like, Meta can't even say, oh, we've got X number of people using it because nobody's using it. Uh, and, and to, that's to the degree that not even their own people are using it. No. Their like, employees like, are not using the metaverse. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, I think it's called Horizon Worlds. Is that what it's saying? I don't know. Yeah, Horizon it's... Worlds, quoting the Kotaku article, Horizon Worlds is, according to these memos, a synchronous social network where creators can build engaging worlds. Which is to say, it's Second Life, but in VR and with meta branding. This is one of those yeah. Kotaku articles I do like because they're being all snarky about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's two kinds of Kotaku articles nowadays. There's like good reporting with a snarky writer, and then there's just the worst fucking dog shit opinion you've ever seen. Yeah, like like <laughs> bottom of the barrel dog shit. <laughs> those those are the two flavors of Kotaku these days. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like, uh, nobody inside of Meta is using the Horizon Worlds, which they need because they're supposed to be working on it and improving it. Yeah, but, but nobody wants to touch it. But also, like, they haven't found a product market fit for this thing that they've poured billions of dollars into. And if you don't know what a product market fit is, it's a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> they have not found this this thing's raison d'etre. <laughs> I mean, it's... This is clearly something that uh, Mr. Robot is like, hey, I like this idea. I'm really, really get a hard-on for this idea. So we're gonna I think we can make so much money off of this idea. <laughs> and And then everyone else is like, but how? Hey, you're 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 the boss. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you have an We're idea for what we should do with it? And he said, "No, that's your job." <laughs> and nobody knows what to do with it, and so it sits there languishing in their computers every day as they refuse to look at it, pointedly not looking at this this program that they have. What a mistake. <laughs> they only just recently added legs to it. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> but of course, it came out shortly after that, that, uh, oh, you don't control the legs. The legs are just, like, existing mocap shit. Yeah. Because of course you can't control the legs. It's nope. not a fucking Sword Art Online Nerve Gear headset. <laughs> It's just a fucking camera on your face. <laughs> I'm just going to clap so that I, I have a place to cut between. Okay, cool. We'll clap. Alright, Our so that takes us to our, our last real news story today. Um, yeah. Which is a bummer. It's like a super bummer. Yeah. So, at TwitchCon, Lenovo had a, a booth 
that was it, it was a foam pit where you like dueled each other like two people went in and they could duel each other in the middle of this foam pit uh and, and on like a couple of uh raised podiums right and the foam yeah. is there because it's supposed to like protect you if you fall uh and so, like, assuming that this was a safe thing, because, hey, they kept telling me that it was safe whenever I, I, I talked to them about it, right? Um, mm-hmm. People were jumping into the foam pit after, like, their little duel thing. And after a day of minor injuries and Lenovo not telling the next people that people were getting injured inside of their fucking death trap foam pit um once one particular streamer uh adriana chechik jumped into the uh the foam pit and broke her back in two places yeah um and they still didn't shut down the pit after that from what i understand like like, not immediately no and if you watch the video, they're even trying to say, like, oh, she's fine, she's fine, while she's laying there saying that she can't get up. Yeah. Um, how does this happen? Uh, I mean... So, like, foam, foam, like, the, the foam that they've got there works really well. Uh-huh. Uh, the problem problem is it needs to be more than one level deep. Right. It should from what I've been reading, it should be like three or four feet deep. Yeah. Um and And yeah, from what know. you can see here, like it, it's pretty clearly like not even going above their knees when you walk up to the podiums. Yeah. Um Uh, it's it it i mean the answer is it is just that it it sucks right but like um these foam pits have existed at previous conventions and shit and mm -hmm. it's never been an issue yeah so so it it is just kind of one of those things where like it, it seems that there there has been a standard in place and lenovo just didn't follow that standard for some reason Mm -hmm. which feels like like intentional negligence at least (laughs) i'm just confused how a company could set this up and not know what they were doing they had to have known yeah um the 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 real problem with this i have to say is the fact that uh it lends itself very easily to humor right uh there there are a lot of details about this that make it potentially really fucking funny <laughs> but there's a lot of armchair comedians out there who are not being funny about it and it it sucks a lot uh, like but it is funny until 
Because uh, throughout the rest of the day, it was like, oh, somebody dislocated their knee or or somebody like twisted their ankle or something, right? That's a little funny. You ju- you got into the fucking foam pit and and you you hurt yourself in this minor way. You'll come back from it. You'll you'll be walking again in a couple of days. You know, mm-hmm. it stopped being funny when Chechik broke her back. I okay. So like, I as I've stated many times before on this podcast, I'm a firm believer that. Uh, comedy has no boundaries um i agree for the most part everything uh and honestly the part you mentioned is where it becomes the most funny because <laughs> i don't i we'll we'll just get it out of here adriana chechik is a porn star yes she is that this that she like not no no ifs ands or buts about this we're not talking about like oh she's on only fans or oh she she does panty shots so she's no you can look her up on pornhub she's a porn star like through and through she broke her back right she's got to have a meter rod put in her Uh uh-huh like like there it the situation lends itself that is so humorous to comedy like it's it's right there, perfect for comedy, but the, the like there's there's a time and a place and a way to say it. Well, and also a lot of people aren't making those jokes. They're just like her, her. She's a porn star. Who cares? Yeah, there's uh, a lot of that. Yeah, which is gross and should stop. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I, so, I do agree. Like, like there, you can make a joke about anything you want. Absolutely yeah. anything, as long as it's funny. As long as it's funny, you can make a joke about anything. Gilbert Gottfried got up on the night of September eleventh, two thousand one, yeah, and did, did a fucking <laughs> set about about the twin towers falling. And you know what? It was pretty funny. <laughs> It was. <laughs> and everyone that was there in New York City was laughing. Him there was laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but there's, there's like part of that is just like it's Gilbert Godfrey. Anyone's going to laugh at anything he says. I mean, he's, it's it's and, a man. And, and it the did legend. also get him like blacklisted from Hollywood for like five years. Yes. <laughs> uh, but like so outside of you know, being a fucking uh, legend in the comedy world, right? Uh, it, there, there's a there's a matter of like, you know, he was saying this at a comedy club where people are there to laugh. You know, there's there's a context that like there's both a context to the jokes and there's a context of where you tell the jokes matters. Correct. Twitter. Is not the place. Is not the place. <laughs> uh, certainly not as things are happening. Like, th- that's... Right, but because it wasn't until, like, yesterday or the day before yesterday that she was, like, even able to stand again. Yeah. Like, it, it was... And, and she still has, like, months of physical therapy in front of her. 
Probably more. Po- probably. I mean, she broke her back in two places. Yeah. I mean, it's surprising that she can stand up again, like, at all. Yeah. So. So. There's it's, that news. Yeah. Um, it, it, the, the news is mostly just, um, Lenovo should be sued to oblivion? <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I feel like this is... There's probably some equal blame here. I don't think Lenovo's really the one who... I I strongly doubt anyone at Lenovo was like, Hey, TwitchCon, or Twitch, let's do... You know, let me come and do this thing at your place. It was probably some combination of one or the other of them coming together with the idea. It's, it's definitely Twitch's involved... Yeah, I mean, it happened like at to, TwitchCon, to and they should have had a person, a person um, checking all of the booths to make sure they were safe. Yeah. Well, I uh, mean, so many of these things aren't like, like, th- there is a relatively high chance that Lenovo was involved in uh, funding, and they get to slap their name on it. Like, oh, like TwitchCon it- had the idea, executed on it, and. Uh, were paid some amount of money by Lenovo for Lenovo to put their name on it. It says it was a collaboration between Intel and Lenovo. It was a joint booth between Intel and Lenovo. So, like, and and then again, I don't know which one was that did it. Or, again, it could be, again, Twitch did it. Intel and Lenovo paid advertising dollars to put their name on it. Right. So... Like I don't know who needs to get sued, but someone somebody needs to does. disappear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, like I said, this feels criminally negligent. Uh, so moving on to uh, we've got two options for our bad opinion piece. Oh, uh, we're going both over both of them. Okay, They're both yeah, bad. I, I don't I don't know which one's worse, but uh, <laughs> first up, you know what's impossible? Voicing Mario. Man, it's <laughs> like who who could voice Mario besides uh the man who's been voicing him for a quarter of a century? Right. No, this <laughs> this fucking Charles Polygon Monday. article is insane. Yeah. <laughs> They're they're arguing that we shouldn't criticize Chris Pratt, you know, using his regular fucking speaking voice in the 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 Mario movie, because Mario isn't a character. You know, it's an impossible ask to to get somebody to take this this fucking iconic character who and and apply a character to him. You know, he doesn't even speak yeah. in any of his games. Except he does. Except he does. Like, like even this article, even this article had to fucking, like, be like, oh, yeah, Mario's never really succeeded in narrative art, parentheses, unless you count some of his more story-minded video games, like the Mario and yes. Luigi series. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, he's never been a character who speaks, except for, you know, those games and TV shows where he was... A character who speaks. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a character with like 
ambitions and a backstory and uh, a pre-existing voice actor and mannerisms and uh i mean shit like he's the most classic character that we have <laughs> in in fiction he is yeah a brave like every man standing up against what seems like impossible odds in order to save yeah. people who are important to him that's fucking like beowulf shit yeah <laughs> i mean I, He's, he's one of the first characters in gaming that would work perfectly in a film. Like, right. Like, that have all of the... Without you having to make more stuff, you could just play him. Like, yeah. you, could, you could just have him in a film. You don't have to do any extra work to make Mario a character for a thing. He is. Yeah, and a lot of that... Is Charles Martinet the guy who's been voicing him for twenty five years? Yeah, like, uh, and, and, <laughs> in fact, like to to add on to that, yes, Charles Martinet has done a fantastic job voicing him. But Charles Martinet has also, at the same time, molded Mario into what he is today throughout the last twenty five years. Like, right? He he. We have Mario today because of Charles Martinet. Like, because he's... of all of the joy and, la like, exuberance that he pours into those fucking Woo! Wah! Wahoo! Like... Yeah. All, all of that. Each each one of those fucking injects character into Mario. This, this is fucking insane shit being prattled on here by poly Polygon. Yeah. Just, like, it's completely ridiculous. dismissive of the last quarter century of the history of Mario. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I could buy this article coming out in, like, 1987. You know, fucking Super Mario Brothers for the NES just dropped. How would you make a movie out of that? Mario's not even a character. I could... I, I would still disagree with it. I, I, you know my stance on fucking silent protagonists, but yes, but there is there is still like a character developed there just in inside the context of the story being told, uh -huh. like like this guy, he he's in a land full of like like wild wonderful shit, and he's trying to save a princess. You can yeah. You can infer a lot about a person just by the uh, how many times he goes to a castle and the princess isn't there and he still goes to the next castle. Yeah. Like that is a man with a lot of drive and a lot of perseverance. Like That's a and it's a brave man cuz I mean you look at him he doesn't look like a hero. No, he looks I mean, like a plumber. He's a, he's a fat little Italian plumber. Like, <laughs> like you, you don't expect a fat little Italian plumber to go into castles time after time after time, avoiding fireballs and ghosts and skeletons and, uh, you know, monstrous dragons and stuff. Again yeah. and again and again. Over like, and over. That is, that is one brave, 
badass man. And then to say that he doesn't have a character. Yeah. Uh, uh, (laughs) I hate Mario, and I'll be the first to tell you Mario has a fucking character. Come on. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. This is ridiculously dismissive shit. Just, Just there to fucking, I guess, fucking launder Chris Pratt to the gaming audience. Uh, like, I, I, did Chris Pratt pay for this article? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't have a problem with Chris Pratt playing Mario. I think that Chris Pratt will do his best job with Mario, and we'll get something at the end of it that isn't bad. I did do laugh I at that, that fucking Charles... trailer. Yeah, me too. <laughs> do I think Charles Martinet would have been better? Yes. yes. Do I think that the Super Mario Brothers movie's producers are idiots for going any direction but Charles Martinet? Yes. Absolutely. Um, it, uh, I just think they're idiots because they're Illumination, and Illumination hasn't made a single good movie ever. Yeah. Like, like the. I mean, to start with, that Nintendo allowing Illumination to make this movie is just like one of the worst decisions Nintendo's ever made. And then Illumination, like, for extended that bad decision towards hiring Chris Pratt instead of Charles Martinet. Yeah. And I don't even... Listen, Chris Pratt as a person sucks. I don't like Chris Pratt as a person. I'm fine with Chris Pratt as an actor. I fucking love yeah. Star-Lord. I loved his character on Parks and Rec... He's a good actor. Uh-huh. But yeah. he's he he's not Mario. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I think I think he knows he's not Mario, and that's why he didn't try to do the Mario voice. But like Yeah. Then why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next bad, article. bad opinion piece. Um, <laughs> this, this line, it's it's time. It's time. It's it, we've we've got a thing going. When it's the bad opinion piece time, we'll pull out something from Metro.co.uk because they've got a readers feature and apparently no fucking filter. Um, and none of yeah. their fucking readers have like two brain cells between them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sony PlayStation should buy Nintendo before someone else does. Yeah, so he, the the reader is seeing Microsoft buying up, like, Activision Blizzard, right? And they're seeing Google yeah. shuttering Stadia, but not really completely backing off from video games, at least in their mind, because Google could easily be backing off of video games. Yeah. Um... And they're saying, you know, we're seeing all of this consolidation, all of this consolidation being the Microsoft Activision merger. Well, not merger, it's a it's a buyout. Yeah. But they but but they're seeing this and they're like, so Sony and should buy Nintendo in order to compete. Which is the most fucking brain dead take imaginable yeah i mean i yeah it's it's ridiculous so like first of all like 
Google Google shut down Stadia. I would not be worried about Google going after another studio to pick that up. No. Um, Do you see how many things fucking Google abandons year after year and then never goes back to? Google abandoning Stadia is barely a blip in the news cycle, or at least it should be, because it's like... uh, Because Stadia itself was barely a blip. Yeah, like, Google, Google makes new products... Uh, like they're washing their hair as a teenage girl. Like it's 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 they're just here today, gone tomorrow. Google and is the equivalent of a monkey like throwing its shit at the wall to see what sticks. Like and uh, and not even caring. Yeah, because like no matter what, it's gonna wash it all off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So like Google Google's not gonna get in on this, and also. Uh, because of uh, Japanese laws, I don't think Google can buy PlayStation. Um, I, I, I don't think Sony it. could either. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I also don't think Nintendo would agree to be bought because it is it, it isn't a thing where you're just like, "Hey, Nintendo, I'm Sony, right?" And yeah. I've got I've got five billion dollars that says I can buy you. You're bought now. Yeah. That's not how that yeah. works. It, it is. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not. And um, Nintendo does not want to be bought and does not need to be bought. Do, no. I mean, do you know what Nintendo it, has? Nintendo has a little studio called the Pokemon Company that fucking makes the, the most fucking. What. <laughs> The most fucking profitable media franchise in the world. Yeah. <laughs> they own them. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, it's not possible because Sony probably has less money than Nintendo. Nintendo does not want or need to be bought. Yeah, no, they, they definitely don't. And and you shouldn't be arguing for this in the first place, because when you see big companies consolidating, you shouldn't say, oh, these other big companies should consolidate. You should say, hey, that's fucked up. We should stop yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, so on this, you know, Sony should buy Nintendo before someone else does. Uh, no one else is going all, to. No, no one else is going. Nintendo will never be bought. No. Uh, it's it's on its own. It will forever be on its own. It's, they will either shutter their doors, or they will continue yeah. in perpetuity. Yeah. And, and Nintendo's doing fine fiscally, and they're doing fine on numbers of fans, and the fans that they've made are bigger diehard fans than Xbox fans were uh, during the 360 era. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Like they don't they don't have to worry at all. <laughs> no, because it, like like every Nintendo fan is a Nintendo fan for life. People who are yes. fans of the NES are still fans of the Switch. People who are fans of the Switch today will be a fan of Nintendo's console in 30 years. Yes. Like that yes, is just will. how that goes. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, like, okay, so, uh, you know, Microsoft can't buy it. Sony can't buy it. And, like, Sony doesn't need to have any help to compete against Microsoft or Google and Apple. No. Sony's huge. First of all, Sony is another super company like Microsoft where their PlayStation division is a fraction of what they are. Right. They're mainly... They're not a video game company. They are a tech company. As in a hardware company. They make fucking TVs and remotes and computers and shit. Like... Well, I mean, more than that, they're they're a supermassive corporation because they, sure, they do tech. Uh, They make cameras and stuff as well, uh, which they then use because they're also a film studio. Right. Which produces, like, like. Um, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. If it's a part of, you know, like, they've got every piece of the pie, like, or they've got a piece of every pie. And honestly... They do really well in all of those pies. It's, yeah. it's not like they're, they're Google where they dip their toe in, decide whether or not the pie's hot enough, and then kick it across the room regardless. They, they're, they're like, ooh, I want this, and I, I want pumpkin, and I want pecan, and I want sweet potato, and I want this. Whereas, you know, Microsoft doesn't even do that. Microsoft There's is a- like... I don't like sweet potato or pumpkin pie because I'm not crazy. I'm just going to go after the fruit pies. And they get lots and lots of the fruit pies. Uh-huh. But but Sony's like, I'm a fuckboy for everything. Like, right. <laughs> and they're good at Sony, it. Sony. Yeah, and Sony makes good products and is it's good. There's a, so, there's a reason why Spider-Man is the only... Um, Marvel property, Disney does not currently own. There's a yeah. reason for that. And that's because Sony uses Spider-Man well. <laughs> yeah. Like, like when they have something, they know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, the, the Sony doesn't need help competing. No. Um... And, and like we've we've gone into this before. Like Microsoft buying Activision is largely a push to get them like like more uh capital moving in Asia, right? Yeah, yeah. Sony has a ton of fucking capital moving in Asia. I think they're an yes. Asian company. Aren't they a Japanese company? Like yes, they like are. <laughs> and and they're huge over here. Too. Like, they're already doing what Microsoft is trying to do with the thing you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, like, like the whole, the whole big, uh, console war between Xbox and PlayStation is not a global console war. No. It's primarily an American console war, of which largely Microsoft and Sony have been head in head for the last several decades. I, you know, there's the the Xbox 360 did significantly better than the PlayStation 2 and 3, but the PlayStation 4 did significantly better than the Xbox One did. But it's swinging back the other way because the uh, um, the 360 did uh, not be, do better than the PlayStation yeah. 2. 
The PlayStation Two is like one of the the best selling. Okay, home not, consoles. not the two, the the, the three. Yeah. Like it blew uh, the three out of the water, but the two is yeah. the two is no, solidly you're, you're like right. the best selling <laughs> yeah, home you're, console you're right. ever. Yeah, but but like it's it goes back and forth and and uh, but like largely over you know the history of it, they've been about fifty percent each. Like the each each one of them has about fifty percent of the market share in America. In America. In Asia, it's like 95% Sony. Right, like, Microsoft <laughs> has single-digit percentages of the market share. <laughs> yeah. But it, it is not a competition. No. So... Sony doesn't I, need to buy Nintendo. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like, like more than more than Nintendo doesn't need to be bought by Sony. Sony doesn't need Nintendo. No, they're both doing fine. They're good. Yeah, they're, they are all like, right with what they are doing. <laughs> like Nintendo's not on the same level as either Sony or Microsoft, but they don't need to be. No, because they have like, recognizable like, IP. Yeah. D- different from uh, Meta and they not having a product market fit for their Metaverse shit, Nintendo has their... They've created <laughs> a product market fit that the other companies can't compete in. Like, uh, Nintendo has a monopoly on Nintendo games, uh, which are, right. you know, they're, they're a genre. Like, I, I don't think anyone can argue that Nintendo games aren't their own separate genre or subtype of games. You expect a certain thing when you play Nintendo games. And that is a market that will never die. <laughs> I and mean, it's, it's one that they carved out for, for, for kids themselves. And for adults. Uh, like, like, <coughs> <coughs> like grownups that, that like want something cheerful and happy and stuff. Like, right. The, it, it is, it is a thing that one, will always have demand forever. There, there is never going to be a time when it won't be in demand. And they own it. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there's no pushing into that space even. So, like, Nintendo absolutely doesn't need help. It's nowhere near as big as Sony and Microsoft. It doesn't have to be. No. And they don't want to be. Like, like... No. No. I, I couldn't even imagine them trying to move into that. And, and like the the only group that I could see wanting to buy Nintendo would be a group like EA or Ubisoft who think that they know better but will ruin it immediately. Right. And they wouldn't have and, the capital. No. <laughs> and either way Nintendo would turn them down. Yeah. But like both of them like, I'll give the reader this. He did pick the one company that would potentially have the capital to buy Nintendo. Yeah. But, like, everything else about this situation is just, like, stupid. It's just, just the stupidest yeah. shit. <laughs> it, is, it is a terrible opinion piece. Like, like, this dude is saying Sony can't compete with Microsoft in terms of money. What? <laughs> what? Sony can't compete uh, with Microsoft? 
Talk about a fucking Western-only person. Like, no concept of the world beyond his own little bubble. Yeah. It's... And, like, Nintendo has a lot more money than they let on, but they're painfully slow to adopt new technology? What? Am I the only one who remembers when the Wii came out and then Sony and Microsoft were both like, oh, motion controls are a thing? We should do those. (laughs) Yeah. No. Just insane shit. And also, I don't think the reader knows that Sony is a Japanese company. Um, many have noted that this sort of thing doesn't tend to happen with Japanese companies um, per- purchasing a company. And there is a misapprehension that it is impossible for a foreign company to buy a Japanese one. This is not true. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not true. But even more untrue than that is your assumption that Sony is a foreign company. They exist under the same government. <laughs> yeah the, this is just it's dumb and just like not even like uh the bare modicum uh, of of fucking research done before yeah. writing this and n- again no filter by metro metro got this no. and they're just like fucking slap it up who cares man people will click on it i i did the auto spell checker on it and it didn't come up with anything so let's roll it out Right. <laughs> uh, let's move on. I'm mad. Game facts. The facts about the Spookies Jump Scare Mansion. That real, really rolls off the tongue. Uh-huh, yeah. Spookies Jump Scare Mansion, I hate this name, is a survival horror video game developed and published by Lag Studios unfortunate name, for Windows, (laughs) later remastered for PS4 and Switch. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you name yourself Lag Studios? Uh, It actually, the the game, you mentioned how you hate the the name of the game, it actually had a different name originally. It was Spooky's House of Jump Scares. Um, But a different mobile game developer uh took them to court over the name because they had the IP Spooky's House or Spooky's House of something. Um, So they had to, they they just chose to change their name instead of going through all that bullshit. Copyright is the bane of creativity. Yes. Yeah. In Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion, you play as the protagonist who must travel through the Spooky's Mansion, avoiding jump scares and various evil specimens to get out or even potentially become a ghost yourself. Just the protagonist? Yeah, yeah. I I looked real hard to find any sort of name for you. but Any official name at all. There's technically a semi um, official name for you, but... It is dependent on how you play through the game. <laughs> okay, so, so the, that's not even an official o- name. If the name for you is only true dependent on whatever on 
certain endings that you receive. Okay. Spooky, who nominally owns the mansion, was an insecure girl who was ridiculed for her cute appearance, which counteracted her desire to scare people. She was then accidentally killed, spoilers, by her father. Is this Lisa? Who had PTSD when she set off some fireworks to scare him. Depending on the version played, she came back as a ghost due to the tragic nature of her death, or due to her father using science and voodoo to create a hellgate to retrieve her soul. That's the plotline to a, uh, a gorilla's music video. I, okay. Yep. Neat. Actually, it wasn't the music video. It happened in between the uh, Demon Days album and the Plastic Beach album. Because in the La Manana video, um, Noodle gets uh, sucked down into hell. And then... Um, yeah, and, and then Murdoch goes to hell to rescue her, but fails. And, th- and then just leaves and creates a robot Noodle. And then actual Noodle claws her way back out from hell, and then Plastic Beach starts. Thanks for that. Alright, move on. Although Spooky is the primary antagonist, the true enemies you face throughout are specimens, largely composed of Specimen 1, which is a simple cardboard pop-out to give you a jump scare. Yep. Doesn't hurt you in any way, It it just pops out of the wall and startles you. Okay. That's fun. Although, most of the other uh, specimens chase you, so you can't, like, it's, you can't push through specimen one. You have to, like, walk around it, so it does provide... Oh, so it gets in the way while other specimens are chasing you. Yeah, but the first 50 rooms you go through are just specimen one. How many rooms are there? 1,000. Excuse you? 1,000. Excuse you? 1K. I... That's too many. This is... Uh. Is there a specimen 626? No. There's Damn. Not. Unfortunate. It only goes up to 14. <sighs> now we're gonna find Stitch out about reference. all those specimens. Specimen 2 is a floating goop monster that chases you relatively slowly. 3 is a centipede that drops from the ceiling and charges at you. 4 is a the ring ghost who chases you across gaps and through walls. 5 is a slow, relentless, sword-wielding mannequin. These all seem pretty slow so far. Yeah. Six, 6 is a wooden puppet who you must constantly face or else he'll nothing personal kid you. Seven is a maze where the fleshy corpse wall closes in on you and kills you. That's just one of the specimens? Yep. Just a maze? Yep. And eight is a humanoid deer with killer deer minions. Does he summon the minions or do the minions already exist? The minions already exist. Also, he kills you too. Okay. But, like, he's a humanoid deer and the the killer deer minions are, are... Like, deer-like. I mean, I assumed most of these killed you if they got you. Well, I mean, they all hurt you. Uh, but oh, like but if, eight, like, yeah. just doesn't hurt you, it just kills you. Just straight out. I don't remember exactly. But, okay. Like, but the wooden puppet in the maze definitely just kill you? 
Pretty much, yeah. Alright. Specimen 9 is a floating head and also the boss of the game, who will occasionally trap you in long corridors, but you must kill them at the end of the game when they regain their full form. Specimen 9 is also stated to be a product of real-world Unit 731's experiments. And I Even glanced down and I'm already bummed. <laughs> Alright, that answers my question of if you're familiar with Unit 731. I'm not, and now I am, and I wish I wasn't. <sighs> Unit 731 was the Japanese equivalent to Joseph Mengele's work. Where they injected diseases, dehydrated people, tested biological weapons, vivisected people, etc. You know, war crimes shit. Yeah. Crimes against humanity shit. Yeah. Those that the Soviet forces captured were tried and sentenced to prison. And then... <laughs> yep. America, America, my country is a me. That's not how the song goes. No, it isn't, but whatever. <laughs> Who cares? The U.S. sucks. But those that the U.S. captured were given immunity in exchange for their data. You know, Werner von Braun style. So they yep. could use that information on their own biological warfare program. Started by Franklin Roosevelt in direct violation of the Geneva Protocols of 1925, of which the U.S. is an initial signatory. Because for all the good Franklin Roosevelt did with his New Deal, he was also just an extreme piece of shit. And, yep, really, almost every United States president, for any yep. good that they do, they do an equal amount of bad. This is why Jimmy Carter has spent the last 40 years uh, building houses for for the homeless around the world. <laughs> because he did bad things in office and he he's the only one who feels bad about it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there, there's, there's no possible argument to that. I, he's... I guess you could say he is the best of the presidents because he he did a bunch of bad stuff in office, like uh, a bunch of really bad stuff. But then he spent the entire rest of his life uh, trying to do something poor, better, <laughs> uh, er eradicating diseases and worms across the world. Um, yeah, like he, he has devoted his, the remainder of his life to uh, making some good come from his life. See, if Bush was doing that, I wouldn't, on a daily basis, call for him to be tried at The Hague. I would only call for it on a weekly basis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but instead, he oil paints, so I call for it on an hourly basis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and then, like, like, people liked Obama, too. Obama did fucking horrendous shit. Throughout his oh, entire yeah. presidency. He killed more yeah. people with drones than Bush ever did. And what is he doing? What What's Obama doing? Fucking nothing for the homeless. Fuck Obama. Fuck that piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck every president except Jimmy Carter. The only one who gets a kind of pass. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, like, still, still fuck him too for all he did, but, like, at least he's... he's at least he was... The, like, there is a certain amount of, like, expectation when somebody becomes the president. Um, America's a big country. It has a lot of influence in the world. You can't be the head of this country and not do bad things. Like, yeah. that that's just a fact of life. Like, America cannot exist in the state that it is now and the president not do bad things. Nope. But once you leave office, you should do a Jimmy Carter and recognize that everything you did was bad and try yep. to do some good in the world. <laughs> yep. Either that, or again, submit yourself to the United Nations and let them try you at The Hague. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, that was that was one fact for jump Spooky's jump scare mansion. Yep, all of that was one fact. Yep, specimen ten. Let's let's move right on along. Specimen ten is an alien parasite controlling a body. Eleven is a floating demon that chases you very fast. Twelve is a mansion inside of the mansion. <laughs> that <Yep>. controls <laughs> whomever lives there. It's a dream within a dream. Within a dream. Uh, in this case, a balding sickle wielder. Thirteen is a siren who swims fast towards you. Fourteen is you. If you get the bad ending. Mm -hmm. That bad was in quotes as the good ending also kills you, turning you into a ghost to fight in Spooky's army. There's a joke ending which allows you to escape, but, you know, nobody believes you. Because why would they? And, that, and that's just the facts. Now, I, I am missing some things. I didn't talk about the devs at all, and I didn't talk about the fact that it got two DLC. When was this game released? Oh, ages ago. Uh, by which I mean, like, five or six years. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion. Oh, shit. There we go. Came out 2014. So, yeah, seven years. Okay. Eight years. Eight years. Eight years, six days. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the specificity. Yeah. Uh, How are you feeling, John? Well, I don't have to uh, make us take another cut in the middle of this again to run off to the restroom real quick. So, pretty good. That's but good. I, I guess, like, we'll, we'll see. Um, I know you're about to make me unhappy. Uh, uh, so, like... Oh, uh, why am I about to make you unhappy, John? Because the topic of the week is about how Bayonetta's voice actor uh, was only going to be paid $4,000 rather than what she was, uh, you know... Owed uh, for voicing owed. one of the most popular video game characters of all time in her yeah. third video game. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> they didn't bring her back. And, uh, and then lied about it, saying that yeah. there was just a scheduling conflict with her? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, don't, don't play Bayonetta 3. And it's it, it's a real bummer too because I do like Platinum a lot. They make real good games, except for Babylon's Fall. But 
if you're if you're doing this shit to voice actors, fuck you. Yeah. And like 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 this is part of a broader trend of voice actors speaking out more. Um in, in both like anime and video games. Uh they, these companies just don't want to pay voice actors well. And it's really weird because I mean, as we talked about earlier with the Mario thing, you know, Charles Martinet, he's a voice actor, and he's, like you said, he's defined Mario for the better part of half a century. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know how to start with what I want to say. Um... (laughs) There are two things you can do with a video game, right? You you have your yeah. video game; it has dialogue in it. That unless you're like some fucking stupid ass shit like that Fossil Echo game, you have dialogue in your game. Even even if it's just Link saying "huh ha hia," like that is that is still dialogue, it's- and you can either. Just have a little text box pop up that says, whoop, yeah, or you can have somebody voice that. Those are the two options, right? Yep. And if you choose the first option, that's fine. Nobody's going to come after you. You don't have to have voice acting in your game. Chrono Trigger is one of the best games ever made, and it's not voiced at all. Not a single voice in that whole game. And that's fine. Yep. Yep. But if you're it's going not to have missing anything, no, it would probably be worse, honestly, if it was voiced. <laughs> but if you're going to have voice acting, then now you have two options within that. You can have good, talented voice actors who make your game better, or you can have bad, untalented voice actors who make your game worse. But you could probably pay them less, and that's an option you can choose. Yep. Like, it's a bad option. But You don't have to have talented voice actors. Um, but... I mean, that's it. Like, like you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they will drag down the, the experience of a game. Um, uh-huh. But I've played a lot of games with really terrible voice acting. And they're difficult to get through. Most of them I don't finish. Yeah. And and the voice acting is part of that reason. Like, like you can have one of the tightest, most fun-to-play games ever made. But if everybody talks in, like, stilted ways with weird, unplaceable accents and shit, I don't want to play your game. No. You would have been better off not having voices. Yes. But, if you hire good voice actors, the voice actors who will define your characters, the voice actors who will uplift your game and make it better than it could be without voice, mm-hmm. then those people deserve to be paid well. Yes, Because they, they are doing an incredible job. And in fact, uh, 
especially at some often cost to themselves. Yes. Because they're, they're, there are voice act. There are two kinds of voice actors. There are voice actors who just act with their voice, like they're just using their normal voice, and and they're just emoting with that voice. And then yeah. there are voice actors who take on a character, and they yes. can destroy their voice in order to give you like the performance of their lifetime. Uh huh. And uh, both of these are good. Uh, there is no argument for one over the other. It's really just no. a matter of what that particular character is asking for. Yeah. And um, I mean, this... What's that? No. It's pointless. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Helena Taylor was the original voice actress for Bayonetta. Um, and as she described in the video where she asked people to boycott Bayonetta 3. She went through years of voice training to get to the level of like skill that she is at. Like you you don't become as good at voice acting as she is just like doing it in your basement or whatever. You can still be good that way, but you don't become her level that way. No. No, you don't. So, like, she's poured a lot of time and money into becoming as good as she is. And so, to pay her $4,000, again, for the third entry in one of the most beloved fucking video games that we have, um, yes. is an insult. Yes. <laughs> like, like, that's all you it can is. call that. That's saying that voice acting is not worth it. And if it's not mm -hmm. worth it, then you shouldn't hire them. Yep. But that, that's the argument I want to make today. If you do not want to pay voice actors what they are worth, then you are saying it is not worth having voice acting. And so you should not have it. Yes. And that is a choice you can make, but you cannot make Bayonetta 3 with that choice. No. Like, like, Bayonetta 3 is not a game that can exist without voice acting. Mm -hmm. So it is insane for Platinum to come into this situation and say, $4,000. We know you studied at one of the most fucking prestigious uh, acting schools in the world. But you're only worth $4,000 for voicing the lead character of our fucking huge franchise. Yeah. Fuck off with that. She was right to say this. Yes. And more voice actors yeah. should be saying this. I it's it's a it's a matter of knowing what you're worth. And right. Fortunately, uh nowadays people are starting to learn what they're worth more. Um which is why we get unions. Um <laughs> Because uh, when you learn what you're worth, you're willing to fight for it. Um, yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, it's not easy to fight for those things. I mean, you miss out on opportunities that you would have otherwise. You miss out on pay that you could have had. Uh, uh, my wife recently had to say no to a situation because she knew she was worth more than that. 
and uh, it, and it, it's it's not been easy because it it ended up being a significant loss in uh, funding every week, basically. Yeah. Less time, less money, um, and that's hard. But also, it's the right thing to do to tell people, no, you can't take advantage of me. No, you can't. Like, I, I'm not here for you to um, bulldoze over me. And and that's what that's what a lot more um, voice actors are doing nowadays, or uh, developers, or quality assurance testers. People in um, general, we're seeing it yeah. in every industry. Nah, people just don't want to work anymore. Uh. <laughs> like like just recently, like like this is a little off topic, but. Just recently, um, a whole bunch of Amazon employees got suspended from their job for refusing to work while there was a fire hazard, right? Yeah. And it just so happened, yeah. it was the only Amazon um, location that has been unionized. Yeah. But, like... So... It's a huge risk to do this, and it's a constant fight. Uh-huh. But it is worth it. Yep. Yes, it is. And, like, it's weird that developers would be at odds with them. Because I mean, it, it's it's not the developers that are saying this. The programmers couldn't give a shit. Well, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, usually it's like the CEO of a publisher or something doing this. And there is... There is the possibility this isn't Platinum doing this. Because Platinum is working with Nintendo. And it could be a Nintendo side thing saying that you can't pay voice actors more than this amount. That's possible. And then Platinum, you know, is left holding the bag. Because they're the ones that have to say it. Um, yeah. But... It really is as simple as voice acting enhances your game. Like, the it, better you know, the voice well, actor... It, it can. Yeah. It can. It can. Again, you do not need to have voice acting. No. But if you have but, a game that has voice acting, good voice acting enhances your game. Yeah. And, and, and more particular to this exact situation... If you have a game that already has voice acting... You, you can't, can't go back. Without. You yeah. cannot go back. Once you take that step forward, you cannot go back. Yeah. Like I said, Bayonetta 3 cannot make that choice. It has to have voice acting. Yeah. And, and so they should have paid Helena Taylor what she was worth. That's... Yeah. Like, she's defined the character in two entries at this point. And, I mean, a lot of people love Bayonetta. Like, the character, not even so much as the game. Like. Yeah. And that's her. That is her. Yeah. So, 
I, I don't know. You just don't get to make this choice. The, no. If you do, you're a piece of shit. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just wrong. Yeah. Is um, there anything you wanted to say uh, about voice acting broader? No, I mean, we've talked about voice acting. <laughs> Honestly, we've talked about basically this subject before. Right, times. mostly in the news. Because yeah, voice um, acting comes up in the news pretty often these days. Yeah, so I feel like, in general, we've mostly said what we need to say about this thing. And I, I don't know that I have a whole lot more to add. I mean, I'm sure it'll come up again because uh, publishers and developers are, are going to keep finding ways to avoid paying people what they deserve because that's what businesses do. Um, and every time they I, do that, it's important to remember how important this thing they're underpaying is. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't really have anything to add. Like, it's... Uh, okay. My, my views have been stated before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mostly wanted to cover this situation in, like, more detail than we usually get into in the news. And also to yeah. state my opinion on voice acting, just in general. Which was that yeah. you have those two choices, and if you make the one choice, you have two other choices. And yes, if you make the good one, you have to pay people. Yep. <laughs> yep. You do. And probably more than you think you do. Yeah. More than $4,000 for an entire lead character. Yeah. So. All right. What are you looking forward to for next week? Fuck. Um. Oh, really? Someone's getting lucky. <laughs> uh, I might start reading my new Infinite Dendrogram novels this week. Um, I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little bummed out because I did forget how Volume 14 ended, and so these two volumes I have, neither of them features Ray. And um... Ray is my favorite character. I don't hate the books when Ray isn't the point of view character. But I am a little bummed because Ray's my boy. Okay. But one of them has Hugo as the main character, and Hugo's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. What about you, John? I am going to be finishing one of my models. Oh? I have a little little model plane I've been working on, and... I finished painting it earlier this week. I just need to add the decals, which are very difficult to put on. So I'm waiting for my mom, who likes to do them. Because <laughs> pawn the know, job off to her. Yeah, they're so tiny. It's <laughs> it's real real hard. But she likes putting on stickers, so good for her. Okay. Um. Next week, I think we're going to be talking about... You know what? I'm going to gonna make this uh, weird for us. We're, we're going to push back anime one more week. Oh, really? Uh, yep, yep. One more week. We're, we're going to talk, talk about, about games? games instead. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, you know what that means. God, no! 
All right, here. Let me let me look for a coin or something. No, um, we'll just get it out no. of the way. We'll get the no. obvious one out of the way. Come on. Okay. Okay. This week we're going to be talking about <laughs> oh, Raid we're, Shadow we're Legends. We're going to be talking about our sponsor for this week, <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends. You know, as part of that, um, as part of the voice acting discourse, it did weirdly come out that Raid Shadow Legends usually pays like four or forty one hundred dollars for a sponsorship, which is not bad. <laughs> I mean, for for like, uh, probably a half an hour in the uh, recording booth. I mean, that's right. not bad for for I mean, like multiple takes and and. You do yeah. have to sell your soul for it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess we can play some Raid Shadow Legends. God, yep. I'm, all right. So I'm not excited did, about this at all. Of all the games, at least bad games, you're still playing them. <laughs> this one, by all accounts, plays itself. So we'll see. Yeah, Th- this will probably be another one that I play like two or three days of, and then I uninstall it. Right, <laughs> Ebony level shit. Yeah, yeah. It'll probably look better than Ebony. Have better voice acting. Hopefully. Um, I wonder if the the game itself has any voice acting in it. Or, like, any significant voice acting. I imagine it does. It looks like it's a pretty high production value. At least on the, like, graphics side, so. <laughs> this is the largest amount of praise you will hear about the game. Yeah. It has pretty graphics. <laughs> yeah. At least in the ads, I see. Yeah. It's gonna be bad. It is. It can't be good. No, it, it really... It, it can't. It, like, actually can't. <laughs> um, and then... What do you want to do for our, uh... Part three? Um... Oh, shit, that... We, we, we weren't yeah. talking about part three, were we? No, we weren't. We can we can talk about or we can watch some hot shit. I know how much you love that. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh shit, dude. I mean, it is it is Spooktober. Do you wanna do you wanna come down here? And do media that made us? No, no, I, I, I told you, not until my wife gets the other job, which allows oh, okay. me to have someone else with me at all times for, like, uh, at least 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. The, the, the closest I can get to, to, um, like, horror movies is... The, like, hot shit level of horror movies. Like, Lamageddon, or, uh, Thanksgiving, or... I did recently watch An American Werewolf in London. It's a fantastic Mm -hmm. movie. Like, (laughs) it's, it's equal parts funny and horrific. It's... Okay. It's great. It can't go on hot shit, though, because I just watched it. (laughs) Yeah. 
It also um, doesn't sound like shit necessarily. No, it's not. Like I kind of just want to use the hot shit spot to like like spotlight movies that I like sometimes, but that's not hot <laughs> shit. No, it isn't. Uh, I really don't know what to do, John. Another topic then. I can I can find a topic. I can do that. We've got some down here. I don't know if I want to talk about them. But if I don't come up with one between then and now, we can use one of those. Okay. Well, uh, that's it for this week. Um, you know what? Share this with someone you know who likes to scare people. It's the lamest one you know yet. those people. I, there are loads of people I know who like just jump out at you for no good reason whatsoever. Share this just with someone you think would me. submit a reader's feature to Metro. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so either either share this with someone who's a jerk who jumps out and scares people for no good reason, or someone who's got two brain cells. Right. Between Max. them and all their friends. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, thanks for listening. We will see you next time. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, Raid Shadow... Just kidding. We're not, we're not paid. to get sponsored. Yeah. We're, we're not Damn, gonna... we're never going to get sponsored. Period. End of sentence. <laughs> Jesus, John. I mean, I'm being realistic here. <laughs> One day we'll make it big. One no. day. No. We just have to figure out how to fucking sell this thing to people. Yeah. Good luck. Alright. Bye! Bye.